Welcome to episode 28 of the official Average Boy podcast. I'm right-handed Bob Smiley, also known as right-handed Average Boy, and that's why I have the right to welcome you to the podcast. Right you are, Bob. Right. Yes, and I'm Jesse, a writer and the editor of Focus on the Family Clubhouse magazine. We're both right, or we both write. Right. And as they say, two rights make you turn around. What? I've never heard that. You know, if you turn right twice, you're facing the opposite direction. Oh, you know, I never thought about it that way, but uh, I guess you're right. Right. Uh, isn't it funny how right has so many different meanings? Like, you have a right and left hand. Uh, rights are also privileges we enjoy. It also means correct. Right, right. Exactly. And if you spell it differently, it means putting words on paper. Uh, and then there's the Wright brothers. You obviously love words, Jesse, but before we bore our listeners right now, we need to figure out what we're going to talk about on today's podcast. Oh, you know, Bob, we should really figure out these things ahead of time. Uh, but since we're already talking about right, uh, what about talking about living rightly? Oh. You know, the Bible has a lot to say about right living or living righteously. I really think it's, you know, what it says in Proverbs 12, uh, verse 26. I love what it says there. One who is righteous is a guide to his neighbor, but the way of the wicked leads them astray. Oh, speaking of neighbors, I helped my neighbor, Miss Dodd, clean out her garage last week. I was really excited about helping. Well, I was really excited until I opened up her garage door. Oh, why, why is that? Because it looked like she built her garage on top of an old junkyard, and the workers just put up walls without removing all the junk. I took one step inside her garage, and I had to stop. I wanted to take more steps, but there wasn't any room. <laughs> you know, it's amazing how much stuff that we can amass if we don't go through it, uh, throw some of it away, and get organized. Yeah, and I was trying to help Miss Dodd get organized, but I couldn't even see the back of the garage. I wasn't even sure there was one. Fortunately, I found a broom handle and flicked on the overhead light. That's when I noticed an old washing machine next to me and an old snake curled up on the washing machine right next to me. Oh, did you scream? Because snakes, man, they totally freak me out. Jesse, did I scream? Of course not. I'm average boy. I merely loudly cleared my lungs and did my best impression of a washing machine built in 1778. Okay, so you screamed and you started to shake all over. Okay, that is what happened. Yeah. I also tried to hit the snake with the broom, but it slithered out of the way and hid in the back of the garage. Again, assuming there was a back of the garage. I still hadn't seen it yet. Anyway, I didn't have time to worry about the snake. I started carrying stuff out into the driveway and dividing it into three groups. The three groups were junk, trash, and miscellaneous. I actually didn't really need the third group. I, I just like saying miscellaneous. Miscellaneous. <laughs> You're right. That, that's really fun. Miscellaneous. Yeah, and I started having fun. After two hours, I'd made great progress. I could now take seven steps into the garage. Plus, I'd found the glass fish tank that Miss Dodd had as a little girl. It was really the only thing she'd cared about. She said everything else was going to charity. I don't know who Charity is, but she was going to get a lot of cool stuff, like cowboy chaps, a lampshade, boxing gloves, a long black cape. I looked so cool when I put all that stuff on. Plus, 
I'd be ready if I ran into that snake again. Okay, let me picture that, Bob. Uh, so you had the lampshade, the boxing gloves. Wow, you know, it's too bad you didn't have a chainsaw. Then you would have looked really tough. Oh, I actually did find an old chainsaw. But when I pulled the starter string to see if it worked, my hand sort of slipped, and I heard a crashing sound behind me. Fortunately, I was still wearing the boxing gloves, so my hand wasn't hurt. However, when I turned around, I saw Miss Dodd's fish tank, and it was broken. Oh, no. Like, that was the only thing she cared about. So what did you do? I panicked. At first, I thought I could tell her that it was broken when I found it, or maybe I could tell her the snake did it. Because, you know, the Bible always warns about evil serpents, but let's face it, Jesse, I'm a Christian. So I knocked on Miss Dodd's door, and I told her what happened. Ah, she must have been really upset. That's what I was preparing for, but not really. She took it so well. Actually, she was laughing the entire time that I was confessing. And at first, I thought she didn't hear what I was saying, and then I realized she was probably laughing because of the way I looked. Well, you know, the lampshade and boxing gloves. That's, that's quite a fashion statement. Yeah, but I, I thought the cape tied the outfit all together. Anyway, she kept smiling when she told me that it was worth losing the fish tank to discover there were still honest kids in the world. I was so encouraged when I heard that. So I went back to the garage, and I finished getting everything organized. Oh, that's really cool. I guess you're right. Uh, but did you ever figure out who Charity was? I didn't, but a truck from a local homeless shelter came by and loaded up everything. Oh, well, maybe they were taking it to her. You know, your story is a great example of how you can totally live out that Bible verse from Proverbs by acting righteously and being honest. You know, by doing that, Bob, you were a guide to your neighbor, Mrs. Dodd, and having her be happy and to having faith in the next generation. You know, plus, she got to see how you live out your Christian faith in helping her get organized, too. Right. And, and what you said reminded me of another great verse from Proverbs. It's, it's in chapter 21, verse 21. Uh, Whoever pursues righteousness and kindness will find life, righteousness and honor. Wow, that's a great verse. You know, I really like the part about being righteous and kind. It's important to have both of those qualities. You know, but before we end this podcast, I want to... Tell a joke? Yes, well... Let me, let me stop you out of kindness to our audience and let someone who's actually funny tell one. Because we received this joke from Kaiser on our call-in phone line. So let, let's give it a listen. What do you call cheese that's not yours? Nacho cheese. <laughs> oh, you know, it's one of my favorite jokes. We've actually run that a couple times in Clubhouse Magazine. Uh, no, but Bob, I wasn't going to tell a joke. I was going to challenge our listeners to take some time this week to get organized. Oh, just like me, because I'm always organized. Like on the last podcast when I lost my list and then found it, totally organized. Yeah, um, but if you stay organized, then you're less likely to lose things in the first place. So this week... I'm going to try to get more organized. You know, I have some piles of paper in my office that need to be sorted, filed, or thrown away, and I'm going to do that. And I have a pile of clothes in my room that my mom wants me to sort, uh, put in something called the laundry, or, or give, give some of it away. Oh, I wonder if that charity lady is still around. Oh, great point, Bob. You know, when we get organized, we can show kindness by finding some items that we can give away that would benefit others. You know, as they say, one man's trash is another man's treasure. Who said that? A pirate? Well, I guess it does sound like something a pirate would say. Oh, and, and did you hear about the pirate that walked into a restaurant with a paper towel on his head? No, and I'm really hoping to be able to say that at the end of this podcast. Oh, well, no, no, no. Well, the waiter stopped him and said, uh, what's up with that paper towel on your head? And the pirate said, arr, I got a bounty on me head. What, was, was that a joke? Uh, yeah, I, I had to slip one in there. You know, for the fans. 
I don't know about that, but I do know that we've received a lot of excellent questions from our fans who went to our website, averageboy.org. And this one comes from Sarah. Oh, hey, I'm friends with a Sarah. Anyway, Sarah wrote, sometimes I don't feel comfortable praying in front of people. Have you ever felt like that? And do you have any ideas about how to feel more comfortable? Thanks. Sarah, that's a great question. And I have a great answer. Just pretend like no one else is there. It's easy when you close your eyes because you can't see them anyway. That's true, Bob. You, you wouldn't be able to see them with your eyes closed. But, you know, a lot of kids have uh, what's called glossophobia, which is just a fancy way to say that they're afraid to speak in public. You know, some studies show that 75% of people feel anxious when they speak in public, which is why your advice is especially good. Really? It is? I mean, I mean... Yes, it is. Yes, you know, because one of the best ways to get over this fear is to pretend that no one else is around us. And when you're praying to God, you're really just talking to your Heavenly Father. He knows your heart and your request before you ever ask, so you don't have to worry about messing up your words or, or saying the wrong thing. Yeah, and Sarah, don't feel like you have to use big, religious-sounding words when you pray, like glossophobia. Some people sound so smart when they pray, but God doesn't grade our prayers. He just wants to hear our heart. So as best you can, block out everyone else. Don't worry about what they're thinking. They, they should actually be thinking about God anyway, not your words. And just talk to God like you would your best friend. Yeah, if your best friend just happens to be the most powerful being in the entire universe. <laughs> Which he is. Well, I think that's a great place to end today's official Average Boy podcast, a presentation of Focus on the Family. Oh, and if you haven't heard our other podcasts, you can go back and listen to them all at AverageBoy.org. And at that website, you can also find links to subscribe to Focus on the Family Clubhouse magazine, where you can read a new Adventures of Average Boy story every month. And you can buy Average Boy's devotional books, Devotions for Super Average Kids, books one and two. They're filled with advice, biblical wisdom, and big laughs. <laughs> That's sort of like me. I'm super filled with big laughs and I'm, I'm actually like a gumball machine full of laughter. Oh, and don't forget about the wisdom. Oh, or kindness. And speaking of kindness, we'd love to get your kind comments about the podcast. And we'll even accept unkind comments if you want to mention Jesse's jokes. You can message us at averageboy.org by clicking on the Ask Average Boy link. Or you can actually call and ask me a question. You can tell me a joke or just leave a message at 888-465-6595. Just make sure to get your parents' permission before you call because we may use your comment or question or your voice on a future podcast. Thanks for listening, everyone. I'm Bob. And I'm Jesse, telling you, don't be average. Be super average. Average.